0: Hey there, welcome to the Easy Aging Show. My name is Michelle Zavala and I'm your Easy Aging Expert. Each week, I'll bring you tips and strategies that will energize you as you take small, fun-sized actions to upgrade your mindset and get clarity on who you are and what you truly want. With this, you'll have the freedom to go after your dreams and start reveling in the juicy moments of midlife that make your heart sing. So grab a cup of joe or a glass of the red and kick back because your glory days are just getting started. Hey welcome to the Easy Aging Show. Today, we're going to be talking about the slow living movement. Now, this is an interesting idea, and I wanted to just give you a quick overview of what it's about because I think it's so much more relevant today than ever before as we're rushing to keep up with all the things and all the channels and all the stuff. Even sometimes streaming video and entertainment feels like it's a bit of an obligation, doesn't it? So what I'm going to do is give you an explanation of what it is, a quick overview with the history, and I am going to leave you with the top benefit that you can get when you participate in the slow living movement. I've been an advocate of the slow living movement for many years, so let me give you a quote of what exactly it is. Quote, slow living is a mindset whereby you curate a more meaningful and conscious lifestyle that's in line with what you value most in life. It means doing everything at the right speed. Instead of striving to do things faster, the slow movement focuses on doing things better. Often that means slowing down, doing less, prioritizing spending the right amount of time on the things that matter most to you. End quote. Now, I got this quote from a fantastic website called slowlivingldn.com. I'm going to leave you a link in the show notes. It is a feast for the eyes, just the way it's designed and it just draws you in and it makes you want to slow down. (laughs) So I do want you to experience this. There's a lot more information on this site than what I'm giving you today. So go check it out at slowlivingldn.com let's think about what they just said. Curating a more meaningful and conscious lifestyle that's in line with what you value most and spending the right amount of time on the things that matter most to you. For slow living to work for you, you have to know what you value and what is most important to you in your life at this moment in time. In episode 72, I gave you a list of different values that you could use to discover what your top values are. And once you know what they are, you can start using them as your North Star to ensure you're staying on track with what is important to you. Not to me, not to anybody else, just to you. So if you haven't done the exercise in episode 72, please go back and listen to that and download that values list or use a different values list if you find one you prefer but the bottom line is just really figuring out those top three to five values that are most important to you right now in midlife. You know, the perfect example of slow living was Jesus. He was never in a hurry. He always got where he needed to be in the right amount of time and he was never rushed. And he was very clear on his purpose and his ministry and what he needed to do next. That is something we can all learn from him, right? Slow down. Be present in the moment. Just take it all in and savor it. So when did the Slow Living Movement start? Well, it started in Italy in the 1980s when a group of activists formed Slow Food, which was a movement that defends regional food traditions. And the reason they did this was because there was a McDonald's opening in the heart of Rome. Can you imagine? (laughs) You're in Rome with all this amazing Italian food and then you see the bright golden arches. I mean, that would just be a bit jarring, don't you think? The whole concept went mainstream in 2004 with a book called In Praise of Slowness by Carl Honoré. Now, I will leave you a link to this book as well if you're interested. It started with food, but it has branched out to just about every area of life, which includes slow travel, slow fashion, slow fitness, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And the reason it expanded was to help you decelerate your life on a daily basis. Their motto is live better, not faster. Some people believe that slow living goes hand in hand with minimalism, but that's not necessarily true. You don't have to be a minimalist to enjoy slow living. However, as you slow down and start looking at your life more closely, there is a very natural desire. Something just comes bubbling up inside you that does want to kind of get rid of all the excess. I mean, that was my experience, at least. I've always said that I'll never be a full on minimalist, but I'm more of an essentialist. I have only the things that are essential to me and my lifestyle and my values. That's why it's so important to know what your values are and what matters most to you. Because when you're living a life that's not aligned with your values, you're going to end up feeling restless and uncomfortable and more than likely pretty grumpy. And nobody wants that, now do they? There are some people out there who associate slow as lazy or slothful or unproductive, and this is not true either. It's simply slowing down and removing the things from your life that don't align with what's most important to you. Very simple. It does not mean coming to a complete stop, not doing anything, and being unproductive. On the contrary, you can get just as much done when you're going slowly as when you're going quickly. Leo Babuda, who's an author and blogger on productivity and simplicity, says, quote, Be a curator of your life. Slowly cut things out until you're left only with what you love, what's necessary, with what makes you happy, end quote. After doing this for a number of years, I have discovered one big benefit that you may not find in these blogs and articles and websites that are focused on slow living. And what is that? Time. You get more time in the day when you slow down. I mean, you actually, it actually feels like you create more time in your day. I know it sounds counterintuitive, but it's true. I used to think if I go faster, I'll get more done and I'll be more productive and I'll have more time at the end of the day, blah, 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 uh-uh, no, it uh-uh. doesn't work that way, I don't know why. After doing this for a while, I've realized it doesn't matter if I go faster, I can still get the same amount done if I focus effectively and don't let distractions get in my way. A plus of this is <laughs> I'm a lot less tired at the end of the day, so all that exhaustion and fatigue I've been experiencing has kind of dissipated a bit. I don't know about you, but when my schedule isn't working, I go into overwhelm. Now, I changed my schedule a few weeks ago so I could get up earlier and get more things done earlier in the day. Y'all, I was shocked at how much time I had at the end of the day. I wasn't rushing around to write scripts or to do another episode or record or edit or any of that. When this happened, I really didn't know what to do with myself. I had so much extra time. You know, I'd bump around the house for a little while, make sure, you know, laundry's done, kitchen's clean, all those little things you do. And I'd get ready for bed, brush my teeth, wash my face, and I'd look at the clock and it was 8.15. Oh my gosh, I got everything done by 8.15. I'm thinking, okay, well, that's a little early to go to bed. What am I going to do now? Once I got over that kind of weirdness hump of having extra time, I got used to it and I loved it so much. Easy age your time is your greatest commodity. And when you slow down, you can create more of it. You can open the door to new ideas and creativity and aha moments and possibilities. When you slow down and have the time to just let your mind wander, to dream, to daydream. Oh, it's amazing what your big, beautiful brain can come up with. You'll have more time to think, more time to figure out what you like and don't like in midlife, More time to consider the possibilities and options that are right in front of you. With more time, you create space in your life. You'll get clarity. And with that clarity comes the aha moments that can change your life. So that's it for today. Make sure you check out the site, slowlivingldn.com. I'm leaving you the link in the show notes. Dive deeper, do more research, whatever you need. But friend, I do hope you consider incorporating a little bit of slow living into your life. And if you're not already an easy aging insider, go to the easyagingshow.com right now and sign up. I'll see you in the next episode. And until then, peace, love, and blessings to you and yours. Take care. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening today. If this show has helped or encouraged you, the number one way you can thank me is to leave a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. You'll find directions on how to do this at theeasyagingshow.com. And to connect with other easy agers, come on over to my free Facebook group, Easy Aging for the Baby Boomer and Gen X Years. See you there.